0: Good morning, we're continuing the book of Shemuel We're on chapter 2 of Shimuel. What happened in chapter 1?
1: Story of Hanah
0: Story of Hannah, uh Conceiving Shemuel And basically <coughs> We analyze the character of the three main people in the story el Kana. Eli and Hana, and we came away. In my opinion, with Hannah being the, the, extremely, you know, the the. The most advanced of the three, both in her understanding of God and in her character. Alon thinks I'm being a little bit too harsh on Elkanah, but, okay, whatever it is. Now. Uh, She brings Shemuel to the Mishkan Shiloh And she says, I prayed, this is the one I prayed for Please take him and allow him to go into service I've given him to God (laughs) all the days of his life He is given to God And he bowed down to God over there It seems like Shemuel then uh, bows down to God Thus starting his long journey as servant of God Okay, chapter 2 Chapter 2 begins with the Song of Khanna. And the song is famous because it is a beautiful song of how God, of, of the cycle of life. You know, how some people will have a lot, but then God can make them poor. Some people will have little, and God can make them have bracha all of a sudden. And in Khana's life, she experienced exactly that. She felt like she had nothing. And then, all of a sudden she has Shemuel And not only did she have Shimuel, She ended up having another What? Four kids after that or something So So Hana experienced the ups and downs in, of life The feeling of Of having nothing <coughs> And then feeling Like having everything Right? Immediately after that Okay And Hana prayed And she said Now notice one more point The famous tefillah of Hana Is what kind of tefillah? One of praise, one of request, or one of gratitude. Request. No gratitude. gratitude. The prayer with which she requested Shemuel, we don't know. We don't know how she. There's a Gemara that talks about the kinds of things she says, but it's not in the in the text. Okay. But the prayer that she thanked God with, we have all the words for. And that's the famous prayer
1: oh, you're talking about
0: Yeah prayer? so, so we, we tend to have a lot of kabana When we pray for things But we don't have any kabana When we're thinking <laughs> Who has kabana when they're thinking? Very righteous people Very righteous people We should all no? Okay Okay so uh, You've got to gotta help me translate a little bit My heart is overjoyed Exalted with uh, through God, or uh, exalts in Hashem. Rama karni badunai, my horn has been raised. My
1: pride has been raised.
0: My pride has been raised. The keren is, is a horn. So if you raise your horn, it's like you're raising your pride. <laughs> my pride has been raised through God. My mouth has opened against my enemies. For I have been... Happy through your salvation What does it mean Rachav uh, pi al-oyavai
1: Who's her enemies
0: Okay that's another question
1: you
0: want me to translate it? No no I, I know I know uh, the, the translation but, but what is Okay first of all Rachav pi al-oyavai means I was in my depressed state Of not being able to To talk and speak And then all of a sudden I opened up And now I could speak And sing and praise So that's Rachav pi al-oyavai Now who is her enemy? So, there are two ways of understanding this. Okay, Rashi says, al That's on Penina. Why? Because it says, That Penina was causing her pain, in order to make her suffer. So, so that was Pinina's doing. And she's, in a way, now <coughs> has what to answer Penina. Now that she has a child. Like, kind of like uh, when Rachel had Naftali through Bilha, So, Naftule Niftalti, Im, Achoti, Gam, I've striven against my sister and I've succeeded. It's like competition, you know. So, Chana, so maybe. So, that's one way of understanding it. <coughs> the other way of understanding it is... A lot of times, and I think this is a Pishad by the way, is that a lot of times you have Mizmurim which they'll, they'll speak in, the poet will speak in like the abstract like, you know, we all have enemies in life, you know and whenever we succeed it's as if we are overcoming our enemies or our foes Now is there a specific enemy we can pinpoint? No, but it's the nature of poetry that you express things in like general way, you know So I've, I've beaten, I, you know what people say? I've overcome my demons yeah. You know Very similar to al <laughs> My mouth has opened against my enemies I, I think it's something I think that's a peshap
1: Okay
0: a very What? Very yeah So I was thinking, so Yeah Very. Right? yeah my exactly You could say Oyevai is Okay next Two <laughs> There is no one holy like Hashem For there is none besides for you and there is no rock like our God. Now what does it mean that God is a rock? It's a very Consistent commonly used phrase.
1: Consistent and, Consistent
0: and stable. and supportive. You know, something you could lean on. Okay. Al Do not speak too much uh, too much arrogantly, very arrogantly. Yet say atak mi pichem. What attack me say? Let not haughtiness come from your mouth. Let not haughtiness come from your mouth. For God is a God who knows the inside of man. And to Him, uh, I don't know how says, to translate exactly. And men's deeds are
1: accounted
0: by Him. Are, men's deeds are accounted by Him. So God knows the inside of man, and He also knows the nature of our deeds. So nobody has the right <coughs> to be super arrogant. Because God really knows How low we are Or Who is this You know what's interesting About this pasuk? What would be the relationship Between somebody Speaking arrogantly And Why would the person Who speaks very arrogantly Be ashamed of the fact That God knows What's happening Inside him
1: Because What you say out loud Doesn't really mean what you Doesn't think. reflect What you
0: have inside And in fact When people Present Very arrogantly What's typically happening On the inside
1: They're freaking out
0: Insecurity Insecurity Causes arrogance So it's like Do not be too arrogant Because God knows How insecure you really are
1: Who is this towards Because first It's like I beat my demons Now it's like You shouldn't do like this
0: So the nature of her poem it's, a, it's poetic Okay So it doesn't follow The same rules As typical prose In Tanakh But But She opens up the song With being overjoyed and talking about how she overcame her thing now she's getting to the crux of the message and the message she's turning out to the public not literally but in the song and she's announcing the, you know, the way the world works so you, you, nobody should be too arrogant
1: she's doubling down on the whole thing with the koan where she was speaking without saying any words like praying to God without any words what is that? What do you mean? Yeah,
0: the coin was that Oh, because God knows yeah. my inside. He knows what I'm thinking. Yeah. So that's another proof that Khana understood that about God. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, 4. giborim hatim. Now she's going to go into how the haughty and the strong sometimes will be weakened. Or can be easily, quickly weakened. And the weak can all of a sudden... Be girded with strength. So the the bow of the strong people becomes broken,
1: right? Yeah. The bow of the mighty is broken while the foundering are girded the, with strength.
0: The, bro, the bow of the mighty is broken and the, fl, the fl, floundering, foundering. Foundering, the, the people who are falling, who are slipping... Are girded with strength Difficult translations, everything But, but the, the general point is simple That the weak are made strong And the strong are made weak And that's the cycle of life And for that reason You should not be arrogant Because if you're arrogant You can so quickly be brought back down to earth And don't be depressed And don't lose hope Because in a second God can raise you up And that's what happened to her So you see how the relevance of the song to her, to her predicament Right? She felt like she had nothing And then all of a sudden God gives her everything Pasuk 5 Those who were full with bread Niskaru What does niskaru mean? This, this hired out Became hired out Meaning they, they thought they had bread And now they have to go work a, a job For, you know, for menial pay But those who were hungry Became I think it means it became fewer Ceased to be hungry. Right. Cease they, they either ceased to be hungry or they became fewer. <laughs> the one who was barren gave birth to seven. And the one who had many children became bereft. bereft lost everything. So uh, the, the perushim say, first of all, in the peshat of the Tanakh, the number seven is used very often for what? To mean many. So the one who had no children had many children. Doesn't necessarily literally mean seven kids. You know, the, the Midrashim, they jump on this and say, Oh, from here we see that Hannah had seven kids. Problem is that the, the Midrash says she had five.
1: You no, know, it says here, While the woman seven Hannah is referring to herself, The plain sense of the verse says, She did not stop bearing children with the birth of Samuel, But went on to have another six. That's
0: not the plain sense of the verse. They're wrong. It's
1: that's what it says here. I know, I know. They're wrong. They're wrong. And then it says this I mean, is I'll, however contradicted. Chapter two twenty one states she only had three sons and two daughters. The
0: Peshat all over Tanakh is that seven represents many.
1: Yeah. Seven is not literal, but it's. Idiom who, who
0: writes that? Yes. Who writes seven is not literal? Radak. Radak, Radak is right. I mean, in my opinion, I don't want to be yeah, so yeah. think about it, but it's it's so pesh- It's so it's so obvious because in Tanakh we see it a lot of places. Yeah. So the one who was barren had seven, and the one who had many children. Became bereft of everything. Adonai God puts to death and he brings life. He brings people down to the death and he also brings them up. Sometimes it's in it's in one life. You know? It's not just that some people get bad and some some people could and it can happen it could happen from day to day. One day you could be in the depths, the next day you can be something good can happen and all of a sudden you're on cloud nine, okay? So that's the nature of life. And what is this whole message? What, why is she talking about the ups and downs? Because by having an understanding, because you need two things. You need humility in times of blessing and hope in times of suffering. And that's her song. Her song is that hope in times of suffering and humility in times of blessing. God makes poor and He makes wealthy. He lowers and He also brings up. He brings the poor out of the dust From the garbage bin He brings the impoverished To seat them with the leaders And he gives them the chair of glory, of honor For, what is Mitsuke Eretz? For to God is the Which? Pasuk? Pasuk 8 Um
1: it means For the, are the, pillar, the pillars Hashems are the pillars of the earth. For
0: to God are the pillars of the earth, and on those pillars he put tevel, he put the, the earth. The he, put, he set the world. Meaning God can do everything because he's the one who supports everything. He's the one who is the He, he holds the world up. Yeah. He holds the world up so he can bring up and he can lower. <laughs> He will guard the steps of his chasidim, of the ones who are righteous to him. And the wicked, he keeps in the dark. Keeps in the dark. dark. For it is not through strength, through physical strength, that a man becomes strong. God, his enemies will be destroyed. He will, uh, how do you translate that? Uh, let the heavens thunder against them. He will let the th- heavens thunder against them. He will judge the edges of the earth. He will give strength to his king. And he will raise the horn of his anointed one. Okay, so it's a beautiful song. What do you take away from the song? Because God is the founder and the supporter of all the earth. And he therefore can do whatever he wants to anybody. And that's really the nature of the world, that we have ups and downs in life.
1: It would be interesting to see if anybody when you maintain chance. our
0: humility. It would
1: be interesting to see if anybody would have a chance to flip their... To one time a chance to, flip, to see how react. Yeah, yeah, right? It's a social experiment. Yeah. This is the way Jews live their lives now. That song, it's when you're down, you pray, when you're up, don't forget who got you there, because you exactly. be right
0: back down. Exactly, and you see it so in her interactions nice. with Pinina. Nice. The, the midrash says that Pinina lost all of her kids. Mm-hmm. It's midrash. Midrash says that Pinina lost all of her children. Mm-hmm. Pinina was making fun of her for not having dying. kids, and then the midrash says that Pinina ended up her kids ended up dying. It said for every child that Chana had, Pinina lost two, and Khana ended up having seven, and Pinina lost fourteen. It's Midrash. though. Because it seems like Kana only had five. Hey, Baruch, I'm Amen and Amen.